Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. It's Wednesday. It's a beautiful day outside. Everything's going well. And I have a topic I want to talk to you about that's rather interesting today. So recently, I had a chance to go back and visit family in Utah, specifically my son. And we went and did some kart racing. Now, Kart races are always fun, but every time I've done kart racing, it's always been inside. The carts go 20, 22, 24 miles an hour, and things were good. But this time, I had an opportunity to go out to the uh, Utah Motor Speedway, which was a little bit different. It was outdoor karting. It's the only outdoor karting there. And these carts go 65 miles per hour. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's a lot different racing in a cart that goes 65 miles per hour. And the whole time I was there... I was thinking about, you know, all kinds of agile things, which I know is quite nerdy, but I was thinking about the, uh, you know, from the moment you walked in, you had that little butterfly in your belly and you were trying to figure out what you should or shouldn't be doing. And they go through the rules with you and they get you suited up. And when I say suited up, I'm talking full on neck brace, helmet, you know, the four point harness, the jacket. I mean, you were like in a race suit, literally, when you're racing these cars, which was just the coolest thing on the planet. And when you go to sit down into the car, it's all the way down on the ground. And I mean, when I say all the way down on the ground, there's like an inch of clearance, right? So I mean, your bottom is almost on the ground and you're going 65 miles an hour. And the advice they give you is probably the most priceless advice. So here we go. So the advice they give you is they say, Make sure that you accelerate. They said there's only one mode of acceleration. It's on the right-hand side, and you push it all the way down. And you don't let up. You just let it all the way down the whole time. And the one warning that they gave is they said, whatever you do, do not brake when you're going into a turn. Do not hit the brakes. If you hit the brakes when you're going into a turn, you will slide or spin out of control. The thing will flip. They said, just don't do it. They said, just go. They said, just trust your instinct and go. And it reminded me a lot of why it's so important to have a good Agile coach. So let me put the two together for you. The first thing that I recognized or realized was that it was so critical and so important to have someone with experience to, to kind of lay it out there. And it was important for them to point out the things that I needed to do in order to remain safe. So for example, you know, the helmet, the harness, the suit, the, all the things that I had, those things weren't there for my convenience. They weren't there to make things easier. They weren't there to make it more enjoyable. Well, I guess technically they were, but they were there to make sure that I was safe and that I was protected. That I was protected from the outside elements. That I was protected from things in my command. Every helmet had a face shield. Immediately when you sat down, they said, put your face shield down. They made you wear a hood underneath. I mean, it was extreme, right? But what I quickly learned was that these things were put in place to help me be successful. These tools were put in place to help me be safe. And I had to rely on those who had more experience and who'd done things there before me to, uh, to guide me and to get me to where I needed to be, which was really, really interesting. So that was my first takeaway. My second takeaway was that having a strong agile coach give me that, that sound piece of advice right there at the very beginning. When he told me, he says, this is my track time. And he told me the best time and the record time for the track. 
He says, if any of you can beat that, he says, I'll give you $100 cash. He says, the only way you're ever going to beat it is if you keep your foot heavily all the way pressed on the gas and do not touch the brake. And I'll tell you, when you hit that first turn, it was pretty scary. But I remember his words, just pull into the turn, you know, make sure you hit the right angles and whatever you do, don't hit the brake. And I thought about teams and I thought about when I take on work into a sprint, the two things that are the most important, one is to not take on more work than you can handle to make sure you take on the right amount of work so you can finish it in a two week sprint. And two, to make sure when you're going into that sprint that you have control and that you know what you have to do, you understand what you have to do and you have control so that you can get what you need to get accomplished, accomplished. And that if you slam on the brakes at any point and say, oh, well, now I've got all these questions because either you weren't prepared or you freaked out or something new was introduced, right? It could throw or spiral an entire sprint out of control. So what I quickly learned in this racing scenario was that, wow, it made a lot of sense for me to keep my acceleration constant, to keep my velocity steady. Because the second I started messing with or mucking around with the velocity, the second I started mucking around with how fast or slow I was going, that could have thrown me into a tailspin. It could have thrown me into the gravel. It could have flipped my cart over. I mean, there were a lot of things that could have went wrong. Uh, so I may try heated that piece of advice. Now, the last piece that was interesting, and this was really, really cool, was uh, I was doing incredibly well. Uh, let's just say that in the end, and I have some pictures, that my time was four seconds off the track record, which, which is a lot in racing, right? But, but still, I was pretty impressed for my first time ever that I was so close to the track record. I mean, I was ahead. In our heat, we had 30-plus cars, and I, I, was in, I was in second place in the end. But, but it was just it was absolutely amazing. The only person in front of me was my son, who uh, was only a second and a half off the track record. But I think the moral of the story here is that the last thing I learned was that I had the most incredible time, but I realized that I had too much on my plate. I had too much in my car. When my son, who is lighter than me, had a lighter load, he was able to pass me, accelerate past me and get a one second faster time than I did. And it was just really interesting because I realized that by limiting work in progress and by carrying a lighter load, it gave me the ability that no matter how good I was, I mean, because obviously, I mean, my son was super impressed. He's like, man, he says, you're a way better driver. He says, because you're so you know, large in stature to be able to keep up with and beat a lot of these people who are way lighter than you or way more experienced than you. you know, he says, it just goes to show that you have the talent to drive and you have the talent to do the things you need to do, but it's important for you to keep your load light. And once again, I tied it straight back to Agile. If we can limit work in progress and keep our load light and understand our velocity and have faith in our ability to complete the things that we set out to do, that's what's going to help us be successful. And that's what's going to help us make those tough turns and go into those banks. And that's what's going to bring us to greatest success. So I think it's just important for us to recognize that even though things didn't go perfect and I didn't win the thing and I didn't get the best speed time on the track, I had the most amazing time. And it was all attributed to my ability to trust my instincts, to go with my gut, to limit my whip, to focus on what was ahead of me and not right directly in front of me, never to look down, and to make sure that 
you know, I knew just far enough ahead where I was going and what was going to happen so that I could navigate the path and so that I could come out a winner in the end with, with an excellent delivery, with a great time. And I think that if you follow these things, these same principles inside of Agile, it's going to make you a better racer. It's going to make you better at your sprints. It's going to make you better at the release. And you need to make sure that you're prepared. So don't be afraid to sit down and make sure you understand what you need to do going in. Make sure you understand all the rules, all the guidelines. Make sure you have that four-point harness in place. Make sure you have safety mechanisms in place to make sure that you don't trip up, or if you do, that you're going to be safe. And make sure, finally, that you understand that you know you set a clear goal for what you're trying to do and that you understand the tools that you need to make that goal. And then go out and have the best time of your life making it happen. So it's a midweek uplifting message. I hope you enjoy it. Until next time, I want you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. If you have anything you'd like to hear at the Top Gun, a daily stand-up podcast, don't be afraid to reach out to us at learnmore at We'll see you tomorrow. Do take care. <laughs>